I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Edition of Big Bets here on Vison Dave, Dave Ross alongside Jeff Parles in for Amal Shaw today. Jeff, great to have you back in, my friend. How you been? I was here all last week. I know for you for me, and I appreciate that <laughs> so I could get home to uh, Virginia Beach for Thanksgiving. You enjoy yourself. You have a good Thanksgiving. You know, when you get older and then you get to see family and you get to spend quality time, it was really nice. And then I guess I ruined it for Amal and everybody when I pointed out that on Thanksgiving Day the Cowboys had the highest rated uh, game in the history of regular season football. Like, that's what I remember now about this Thanksgiving is that the Cowboys set another record. And he's like, you had to bring that up? No, like, hey, Dave, it didn't bother us, okay? okay? It was just, it was a nice one-week vacation from the Cowboys, okay? <laughs> that's all it was. And then, you know, we had Frank Schwab it's great on to yesterday. Be back, though. It is good to be back, Kelly. And look, and then we had Frank Schwab on, and I didn't even pay him to say anything, all those nice things he said about the Cowboys yesterday that he thinks are actually undervalued. As a play to win the Super Bowl at, at what, about 9-1 to one right you, now? You know, you know, the problem you have is right now with the Cowboys, Dave. Oh, I'm not going to say it, but in a radio hit I did the other day, I, I have called my shot on what's going to happen to them, which is, which is not the, the shot I called, something you probably don't want to hear. Okay, well, wait, because, Jeff, for those that might forget, you had one of the best calls in, in college football season. You and I did a show together, and you said not only will Tennessee cover the number. Win outright. You said they would win outright. And, and your conviction was so compelling 
that I followed, tailed, and won that that beautiful Saturday afternoon. I forgot about that. Right? I mean, remember he, he asked for his own camera? I yeah. actually, I, I, Kelly, I, Kelly, I was so confident you that were I so actually confident. looked in the camera. Yes, you did. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing there. That is That was a, a, a monumental Vistan moment for yours truly to watch you walk down that primrose path and then cash those tickets. So, you were right on that. Go ahead and tell me what the gloom and doom is for my Cowboys. 13-4 and four, Dallas is a favorite on the road at 8-9 and nine, Tampa in the 4-5 game. Oh, boy. And the greatest of all time takes Dallas out. I tell you, that would worry me for the way that, for those that already forget week one. That was fully staffed Cowboys. Now, Michael Gallup wasn't back in, in full stride then. But, you know, Dak was healthy then, and the Buccaneers really ran roughshod over them. So, I, I don't like that scenario, but I can under, I'm picking up what you're putting down there, Jeff. We do have a great show on this Wednesday. Steve Mackin is going to join us, of course, our VEASAN editor. Uh, talk about some of his college and pro football numbers. Uh, Dallin Cuff is going to join us to talk uh, some college basketball and some soccer as well. And then JVT in hour number two, of course, to talk all things NBA. But I do want to get your take here, and I know you have a play right away. Yes. And what's going on between Poland and Argentina. First of all, tell me what your play is. And what you've seen so far. So, well, I've seen nothing other than the fact that Argentina had a corner that went for nothing. Okay. So, I took a goal with Poland. Mm. It's very simple for, for, for the Poles. Okay. You get a point, you make it through. You are through with a point in this match. That's all you need. That's all you need in order to advance out, out of Group C. And they would, uh, they would actually, with a draw, would actually more than likely win the group, assuming that the market holds up in Mexico, either draws or defeats. Saudi Arabia, like the, the uh, market claims. Look, Poland should have beaten Mexico. Lewandowski missed a penalty. That's a fluke. That doesn't happen mm. very often. Saudi Arabia, that was a fluke result against Argentina, obviously. Right. Poland flipped around, handled them pretty handily in that second group match. I think they can get a draw. I think they can get a point. I don't think they're going to win the match. That's why I didn't take that big bloated 6-1, to 7-1, or whatever it ended up being. And also, too, if Argentina wins the, the match by a goal, I'll take my money back. Yeah, yeah, no problem I with hope that. they push, Dave. I hope. I, I, hope saw he, I know you're I hoping they push. I saw exchange. I was like, I don't know which side <laughs> Kelly's on here. But I've uh, got Kelly. a parlay for Brazil and Argentina to each win their group. So okay. uh, this is a pretty big game for that. Uh, this is the deciding game for that. Well, so. if Argent- look, if Argentina wins this match, it is going to be very hard for them not to win the group, even with that loss to the Saudis, because right. Saudi Arabia would have to make up goal difference on them by not only beating Mexico, but beating Mexico by margin, mm. which, look, Mexico's only conceded two goals. Both of them were beautiful Argentinian goals the other day. Uh, I, don't, I don't see Saudi Arabia winning by margin today. I didn't touch that game. I thought all those numbers were about right. I got to be honest with you guys, and I mean, Kelly knows this well enough by now, but like just I'm through osmosis, obviously watching the way RVs and hosts and uh, experts have been breaking down the World Cup, it's fascinating to me to watch some of the different ways and avenues to play this. And again, this is a shameless plug, why you should be a Visa Pro subscriber each and every day to get access to this. Because, I mean, you guys know I'm not a big soccer guy. Right. Uh, of course, I'm, you know, USA, USA all the way. So that was nice to, to see that yesterday uh, go in and, and get that 1-0 win. Just very quickly, in your estimation, because I know them all kind of feels like that maybe the U.S. has now maximized – their earning potential, if you will, in this World Cup. Do you think the Netherlands coming up this weekend that USA is still live? They're live. I mean, if they play like they did in the group stage, I think they're live. Now, there's a lot of talent with the Netherlands, right. obviously. Uh, they're not as talented as England, who you, the U.S. played to a nil-nil draw. But the Netherlands significantly better than Iran and significantly better than Wales. 
You know, Dave, the one interesting thing, and it happened this morning, if the U, if the U.S. were to upset the Netherlands, right. the Group D second-place team was Australia, who I thought was team number 30 out of 32 going into this tournament. Whoa. And they found a way to beat Tunisia, and then they flipped around today and beat the Danes, who were a, a very sexy pick to yes. win that group, and the Danes finished last in Group D. Eesh. The Socceroos, if if Argentina doesn't win, Socceroos. if Argentina doesn't win the group, let's say Argentina draws Poland today and Poland wins the group, Poland to Australia as the as the draw for whoever wins the USA Netherlands match. So whoever you, wins a Netherlands USA match would be very much live to win. Netherlands would be a big favorite over whoever came out of that match. USA Poland would be evenly priced. But USA would be definitely favored over Australia. So you see the pricing here going forward to get past the Netherlands is plus $1.80. To get to the semis? Plus, I mean, like, it, it seemed so, like an abstract thought before the World Cup began. Now when you lay it out, Jeff, the way you just did, that there actually could be a pathway there. There, there is a pathway, but it is contingent on Argentina not winning the group. Right. If Argentina wins Group C, they will destroy Australia. They already had their bad game. Yep. Got uh, that out in, of the way. In, in the fluky result, the fluky results against the Saudis, and the U.S. cannot beat Argentina unless if something really strange happens. So, did uh, you see the miracle on ice in 1980? Well, it wouldn't be that ridiculous, but right. it would it, it would do, it would be a pretty significant upset. Do you and, believe in miracles? Yes. Again, <laughs> remember the U.S. has only made it to the round of eight one time in their existence hey, in you the know, World Cup, and that's the thing. You see this banded in this about. format, I should say. Yeah, and yeah. this has been bandied about on Twitter, right? That like if. Team USA were to get, I don't even want to say it, like to the World Cup final, would this be bigger than the Miracle on Ice? Again, for those that are not old enough to remember, that was a group of college kids in 1980 that beat the Russians, then the USSR back in 1980, then went on to win the gold medal in the Olympics when we did not have pros playing in Olympic sports. So, yes, this is not the Olympics, but still – would it be on that level I, I of the miracle? On I ice? wouldn't say it's well. Again, I wouldn't say it's that insane, just because of the dominance that the Soviets well, we got had. Pros out there. We still have. Yeah, we still have pros. I mean, look, Pulisic's a high-end, right? European player, right? Uh, we, so they it's kind of gets college I mean, kids. Ma- out I mean, there. Matt Turner. Matt Turner, even though he doesn't start, is the backup goalie on on one of the three best teams in England right now. Right. So, so it, it wouldn't look, be look, as. Look, it would it would be a massive upset. It would also it would also Dave would would tick off the international community community so much if the United States found a way to make the World Cup final. Oh my God! In any fashion, they won't look. I I don't see. So it we happening. shouldn't get we shouldn't get no, crazy. No, I, I, th- I think the semifinal. So you're not it, playing ninety to one. To no, win no, the World. no, no, no. Because <laughs> the way that this bracket breaks down, yeah. In order to make the final, again, I'm a, the the way to make the to make the semis is for Argentina to not win today, and then all of a sudden, one upset against the Netherlands, and then you're in that worst you point club game. Got to get a lot of help. help to get there. But the problem is, once you get to the semis, you're either going to have to either beat Brazil or Spain. Oh That's not happening. All right. So by the way, Poland and Argentina right now nil nil in the ninth minute. We'll keep a watchful eye there. Uh, if you believe, and. We'd love to see it happen, that they could at least get to the World Cup final to lose in the World Cup final 40-1. to 1. Need more than that. that. That's not a – You need more than that. That's too short for you. What, what, what would be a re- realistic playable price for you, Jeff? To, 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 Tri- for triple digits. You need 100-1. to 1. I need triple digits on both of those. 90-1 to 1 is not good enough to win the World Cup, even though they're in the round of 16. Yeah. Uh, and I would need more than 100-1 to 1 as well. I understand why it's much shorter because you're – 
uh, you're, you're going to be an underdog in that game. But you won't be that big of an underdog that it makes a difference of $50. That no, but, but Jeff, what I love about this, this conversation, this exercise for everybody listening and watching is – you're going to see that big number, and, and Jeff's telling you it's not big enough. So like, he's, like so, You don't want to get in the habit necessarily, oh, oh wow, 90 to 1 sounds good. No, it's, it's, it, realistically, that number is too short. Here's the other interesting thing. If Argentina wins this group and yep. Kelly Bidlin gets home his Argentina-Brazil group winning hey, parlay, yeah. which, uh, looks pretty, cash, <laughs> which looked very much in trouble a, a, a little less than a week ago, then the path to make the semifinals is there. There is a path. There My is a goodness. legitimate path. But, again, you have to get by the Dutch, who are high-level team, obviously, and the U.S. is an underdog in that match for a reason. I'm with you. The Dutch just don't scare me in anything. I mean, normally, like, traditionally, I go, oh, I got to beat the Dutch. All right. They're nice people. Very nice people. That's the point. You don't really fire in the belly. You know, I got to go out. Like, Brazil, you just know big, bad Brazil. They want to lay it on you. They want to put a number on you, Right. That seem like nice people. Maybe we could squeak by. So, again, those numbers right now feel a little bit too short. But if you think they can get past the Netherlands, a plus $1.80. Uh, to reach the semis is plus seven fifty. To win the whole thing is 90 to 1. And to lose in the final is 40 to 1. But according to our own Jeff Parles, those numbers are a little bit short. And I can understand that line of thinking. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about some college football rankings and some of the futures that are associated there, Jeff. Because I look at it and I go, I feel like, and I'm almost mad at myself for not getting in at the ground floor with Michigan. And I remember Desmond Howard at the beginning of the year preseason. He had Michigan going back to the national championship, to the college football playoff, and everybody, they, they, he got chided all over social media. Homer! I mean, he had Texas A&M there too, but. But he got Michigan right! <laughs> well, we think he's going to get Michigan right. We'll discuss college football and pro football. Much more coming up. Just getting it started here on a Wednesday on Big Bets. Visa, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, 
in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Cyber Monday deal has been extended. Sign up today to become a VSIN Pro subscriber. You're going to get a daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving for every single game. Deep dives, daily betting reports, plus our upcoming college bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. New VEASAN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VEASAN store. The VEASAN store is a great place to shop for VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry up because this is an extended Cyber Monday offer. It's not going to be extended forever. So sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Alongside Jeff Farles, Dave Ross here. This is Big Bets here on VEASAN. Jeff, I, I mentioned this yesterday to Kelly and Amal, and I'm curious. When I was home for Thanksgiving, okay. the family kind of gave me the business a little bit. Like, hey, where's my VEASAN swag? Like, it's incumbent upon me now as an employee of Easton for over a year, year two, that I have to get the fam, the sports betting hats, the mugs, the accessories. Why can't they just go to the Easton store? Is it, is it incumbent upon us as family members to get for the family? Is that the way you look at it? Yeah. yeah. It's, our, it's our job. Yeah, I, I, there's, one, there's one thing that I, well, I'm, I'll make you aware of something during the break. Oh. I'll just go with that. During the break. I like that. Yeah. So, Ma, I'll get a hat for you. It's coming. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you just do it one year, Dave. Yeah, you make sure you get something for everybody one year, and then oh, you're good. Anyway. My, my, my older brother's still getting on me from the last place I was. Didn't get it. It's like it's constant, like keeping up with the Joneses. You now, get one for it? one brother, you got to get them for all the brothers. Do. You do. You do. I, it's actually on me. Uh, let's get to the college football <laughs> playoff rankings uh, because I want to get our, y'all's thoughts on this stuff. Look, I mentioned – as you're going to break, you know, Desmond Howard, I, I give him props for having Michigan back in the national championship discussion. He had him uh, preseason, if you will, to get to the college football playoff. I did not realize he also had it, Texas a and A&M, Pitt, and Baylor were the other three. Those didn't quite work out. Not, not good. One out of four, 25% for Des. But I will say this. I wish – I was on the Michigan train. I never jumped off the Michigan train from a year ago. And I know the thought process was it was fluke. You beat Ohio State once, great. Wait till you go to the shoe next year. And if you're lucky enough to be undefeated then, you know what's going to happen. It's going to be the revenge of the Buckeyes, and it didn't work out that way. They've handled Ohio State twice. Now, maybe the bugaboo here, Jeff, is we saw what happened against Georgia last year against Michigan in the first round of that college football playoff before Georgia went on to win the whole thing against Alabama. 
Not saying that I'm forecasting it's going to be Michigan-Georgia in the national championship game, but maybe that would be a bad matchup. The reason why I bring it up is look at the odds to win. My goodness. Can Michigan really get home at that price point? Georgia, the small favorite here, minus $1.65. Michigan, the next bet betting favorite at plus 275. And then the odds get really long. 10 to 1 for TCU, 11 to 1 for USC. And those are currently constructed as your first four in. All right. I will opening this question to the floor here Bring real it. quick. Forget Michigan for a second. Let's look at TCU. Okay. Who I think is in regardless of result this week in Arlington. As long as they don't lose by five touchdowns to Kansas State. Okay, wait, 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 wait. They lose to K-State. K-State. Yeah, well, K-State's number nine right now. Frogs stay in. Frogs stay as in. As long as it's not I, – <laughs> I, I agree with you, unless if it's just such an outlandish beatdown, which I don't see happening. I think TCU's going to win the game. But just looking at this real quick. Okay. What, what would we make Michigan and TCU in a, in a, in a playoff game? Okay. Michigan minus six? Yeah, I was going to say seven, six, seven. I'm think, the master of this. My, uh, Michigan minus 10. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Kelly Bidlin guessing lines. Yeah, you do, you're good at this. Yeah. Wait, Kelly, you think double digits? I'm playing, Dave. I have no oh, idea. He's I no clue. He's all no right, clue. Right, right, I, look, I, I've, seen, I've seen one competitor of ours have it at four and a half, which I think is too light. I've seen other places have it at seven, potentially, as a that's, perspective. That's where, where I'm Which I, I think it's about six. Okay. Regardless, I think TCU can beat Michigan. <clears throat> I think TCU can beat Michigan. Now, I don't know if they will, but they're in the playoff unless if they just get so totally housed by K-State and stuff happens. And USC, like, if USC loses, TCU is going to get in. They're going to put TCU in at 12-1 over 10-2 Alabama anyway. Well, let's talk so. about that very quickly because, again, the odds, and we kind of went over this a little bit, the demarcation lines for if you're betting futures, okay, people. And I know sometimes you want to get cute and bet some somehow outside of the four that are in right now. And that would be Ohio State and or Alabama. Waste the money on Alabama. I, I got to read it. a tweet on that point right now, Dave. Okay. Mag, Max Meyer over at Caesar Sports. Okay, I had this tweet about an hour ago. Ohio State's national title odds have moved from fifty to one after the Michigan loss to now plus seven fifty at Caesar Sports. The reason why Ohio State has gotten nearly twice as much money to win the title as any other team since the Michigan loss. This All is right. exactly what we're talking about. All right, so so fifty to one was too high. That was too high. Agreed. That yes. was too high because all to get Ohio State in, even with the loss to Michigan, now we didn't know the, the college football rankings. They could have rated Alabama ahead of Ohio State, and Ohio State would have been dead. But USC loses to Utah, which is a field goal spread game. Yeah. Ohio State's going to get the four seed. So 50-1 to one was nuts. 11-1 to one on, uh, on both USC and Ohio State. I think that's more correct. I think USC and Ohio State should both have the same odds to win the college football playoff right now because USC is in a coin flip game against Utah. And I think USC will be a double-digit, maybe even close to two-touchdown underdog against Georgia. Well, let's do this exercise. Please. Because I, I love this, by the way. And I, I, that, that is fascinating to see that money come in on Ohio State, right? 50 to one's nuts. That, that is was nuts. nuts. I mean, that yeah, nuts. you take a fire on that because – Remember, these are still people. This is not a computer. This is not the old days of the BCS where the computer spits it out, and those are the two that are going to play for the national championships. That's why we got rid of that system, right? So then you got people in there in a committee, and when they sit behind that committee, closed door, cameras off, and they have one loss TCU, theoretically, against K-State. Right. And they're going to go, wait, wait, wait. We're going to do this again to TCU? We did this to them once, and we took Ohio State. Remember what happened? Ohio State won. Ohio State won the title. Right. 
So they're, they're justified. Right. So the committee is going to think like that again. And the committee is going to go, you know what? We did it once, boys. And the proof was in the pudding. We got it right. We got it I, right back there with Cardell Jones and Ezekiel Elliott and Ohio State going on to win. And we put him in over I, TCU. Yeah, I, I, Jeff, the reason why I say that that's a real possibility is the committee's going to look at it and go, what's TCU's best win? Texas? Can, no, Kansas State. Okay, Kansas, 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 Kansas State is nine right now. If, right, Kansas, and, State, if Kansas State beats TCU, Kansas State could very easily be where Alabama is. In the final rankings, yes, they could be six. So they but could that's have a not w- gonna, but that discussion is not going to go K State or I'm Alabama. Not, oh, I'm not saying K State's going to get in. Right, K State's not getting in. But what I'm saying is they could elevate K State so much that the regular season win by TCU over K State is still by the rankings way better than anything Ohio State has. What about the Notre Dame win? How, well, I, I mean, uh, that, that's what they're going to do. They're, they're going to go back but, to but, the Notre but Dame again, win. If, Again, the committee could do. The committee has proven they do whatever they want. Right. But, but Dave, even by their messed up logic that we've seen in the past, if TCU has a win over number, let's say, let's say K State goes to seven. Okay, okay. that would be their best number. Win. Number seven. They have a win over number seven. Right. Okay. And Ohio State's best win is over Penn State, which is top ten who, right now. Which is top ten. And but, Notre Dame, but Dave, but you, you, you're, you're just you're just you setting yourself up here. for an embarrassment if you knock TCU out. I'm I'm not saying that this is the right thing to do. I always say this, Jeff. What is and what should be are two different things. I'm not saying that Ohio State should get in over one loss TCU. What I'm saying is when those doors get closed, these are the discussions that are going to happen. And they're going to go, what's going to draw in eyeballs? What's going to draw in ratings? They're going to take that some of that into account. And you know what's going to move the meter? Ohio State. Excuse me, by the way. Uh, KK State is 10. Somehow the committee decided to rank them behind Clemson, so which, me, which is a bigger farce than anything that Clemson's still in the top 10. So you're going to tell me that they're going to put in one loss TCU over one loss Ohio State, with their only loss being to theoretically undefeated Michigan, and their wins are going to be over Notre Dame and Penn State. Yes, I do. And TCU's I, best win will I be do, over K State. I do think when this all is said and done, oh, I don't know that if TCU loses a close game, let's say they lose by a field goal, TCU will stay in, and let's say USC beats. Right. Theoretically, SC wins. Right. The SC has to win Utah win against Utah for this discussion to even be valid. That's right. Because if Utah beats USC, USC's done, Ohio State's in, and then it really doesn't matter what TCU does on Saturday. Absolutely. Look, the committee, I'm not saying that they're rooting for TCU to lose, but they're rooting for TCU to lose. Because what they'd like to see have happen <laughs> they want they want they oh, want Georgia. You know they, want. they want Georgia, Ohio State, and USC Michigan. Absolutely. Where you end up with four of the six or seven biggest How brands of college is that? football. It could be arguably the sexiest college football playoff for, of all time. For for what it's worth, Dave. I think the field as currently constructed, one through four, is going to be what the field is. Okay. Because I think USC is going to handle their business you here against TCU's Utah. TCU is going to win. And I think TCU is going to beat Kansas State in a tight game. The only, the only reason why I bring these, th- these up, because, again, remember, this is not computer-based. This is just by the, by the people in that room, right? And they're going to have these type of discussions. So TCU backers, if you're backing them and you have tickets on them, I would not fall into this trap of they can lose and still get in. I think that is fair to say for Georgia. I think it's fair to say for Michigan now. It is not fair to say for TCU. Even though they're undefeated now, I think they could get, you know, it happened George, once. George, Georgia and Michigan are in. Granted, Georgia loses as an 18-point favorite to LSU, and Michigan or Michigan loses as 
North of a two-touchdown favorite against Purdue? All I'm saying is those who I don't mean, remember – those who don't remember the past are condemned to repeat it. It could happen again to TCU with Ohio State. When we come back, Steve Mackin joins the program next. It is Vison Big Bets. Vison's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on Vison, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Eastern Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction that you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco-free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. So buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is... An addictive chemical. Back alongside Jeff Farles, Dave Ross here. This is Big Bets here on VEASAN. I don't know if you know this, Jeff, but we love having Steve Mackinan on, our VEASAN editor, each and every Wednesday. A, a ways back, Steve found some Zen nicotine pouches. It, it, his son claims that his friend had those Zen nicotine pouches. So, Steve, it's Thanksgiving. is now come and gone. I just had a wonderful week with my family. Sometimes uncomfortable conversations come up. Around the family, I always get the "why are you still single" thing. I've had that for about thirty years. Did, <laughs> did you have the talk with, with your son? I did. I, I actually did, Dave. He insists on his innocence <laughs> and proclaims it's his friend Ryan's. Max. Ryan. So we'll see. Yes. Ryan, you've been called out. Body. Yeah. But hey. <laughs> Not, a, not a good day for Ryan. No. <laughs> Steve, I love it. Uh, great to have you back on. Hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Jeff and I were just going through uh, college football playoff scenarios, right? And I know you this week uh, have done a great write-up, as always, about this. I always try to find pathways in order for these tickets really to cash in the futures market. What do you make of what the committee has done yesterday with Ohio State now at five, Bama at six, obviously SC at four, TCU at three, Georgia and Michigan feels like they could almost have a hiccup and still be guaranteed to get in. So maybe those price points are a little bit better. What have you found in your research and what do you make of what the committee has done? Well, I mean, you have to go to the loss total first. I think, I mean, that's, I think that's the single most important factor in the whole thing here. Now we're talking Ohio state with one and it comes to what is the number two team in the country. Essentially. Uh, I don't, I don't see how they, I mean, getting knocked down to five, I, I get it. And they're probably the single best team outside of the top four right now. The one thing that kind of surprised me this week is I got the feeling that TCU might be safe uh, just by mm. playing well, just by playing well on Saturday. So uh, that's the thing that kind of surprised me here. Uh, I get it that, that USC has to win, and, and I agree they, they have to. But uh, the TCU thing kind of surprised me. Vindication for me, Dave. I don't know, boys. <laughs> I, look, I'm rooting for the for the Horn Frogs. I, I hope they get there. But Steve, these are the type of conversations that they're going to have in the committee room that you just said, which is Ohio State. If TCU falters and they have one loss, would TCU still be the best one loss team, or did the committee go around and say no? Ohio State is, and that's why those numbers have dropped from 50 to one down to 11 to one to possibly win the college uh, national championship. Well, here's the unfortunate thing about this all. Without preseason polls, why isn't TCU gauged to be better than Ohio State? You just It's hard to say. I mean, you, uh, so much is based upon how these teams look at the outset of the season in the minds of, of pollsters. It's true, and that's it. Well, I mean, hey, look, that part of, like, looking at early season college basketball, I mean, 
North Carolina, number, number one, number one, loses twice in in Portland the last week, and right? Correctly moved into the teens. Purdue sweeps the board in Portland, and I, I as of, as of this moment. Based off of what we've seen through the first three weeks, Purdue, to me, is the number one team in the country. Well, again, you look at this. Alabama, now with two losses here, they were preseason number one. Right. right? This was scorched they're earth. All, they're only alive because they were number one in the preseason. That's the only, right, yeah. exactly, Steve, right? Because where they're positioned. Now, look, the committee's never taken a two-loss team into the college football playoff. I, there's no scenario. Like, betting Bama at 25-1, to 1, Steve, is there any value in that? Because I just don't see it. No, I would say no. That would be obviously unprecedented with the two losses here. So um, you think about it, all of these teams have sort of hiccups. I mean, Michigan's played a horrible schedule uh, outside of conference. Georgia has had four or five games where they look simply flat. Mm. TCU is probably the only team that has a resume that looks, hey, yeah, this team actually earned its way into the spot. 100%. They have. They really have. I tend to agree. I yeah. mean, look, I, I'm just. You're, I, you're, I'm, you're, you're doing a great job of playing devil's advocate. Today. That's all I'm trying to yeah. do. I, I'm not <laughs> saying TCU is not deserving. I actually think they're more, more deserving right now than Ohio State and or Alabama. The problem is the human element of the committee well, and of ratings and of money it, does factor it, in if they were to lose to K-State. Here's the other thing, too, Dave. If you gave Texas what TCU has done this year, oh my, Texas would be number two. Right I, the, now. The, the great point. <laughs> they would be number two. That's a great point. And they point. might even be number one. Yep. If T- Texas had the season TCU has just had. Uh, Steve, just just looking at this weekend, uh, you wrote a column uh, on the conference championships, uh, betting trends, and some systems out there. Uh, let's start with that Pac-12 championship game because it is a win and in situation for USC. This is also just year two of this game being in at Allegiant Stadium. Yeah, it's uh, certainly a great matchup. The first game was <laughs> highly entertaining between these teams. Now, the interesting thing about the Pac-12 championship lately is the last seven times where it's been played neutral, f- favorites have done very well. Six and one straight up, five and two against the spread. So that would obviously favor USC here. I also like the revenge aspect as it's very difficult in college football to go back and find games, uh, championship games where a team beats someone twice. Steve, I, I want to go to Michigan because, again, I remember last year after Harbs beat Ohio State and everybody said, ah, oh, fluky, watch out for Iowa in the Big Ten title game. They'll have a letdown. And then they just went out and whoosh, Iowa. Now they get Purdue in a similar situation. I've seen the numbers already gone up here, 16 up to 17 here. Uh, what do the numbers tell you about Michigan? Should I be worried that Harbs and company lay an egg against the boiler up? It certainly doesn't look like it. This this looks like it could be a mismatch the level of last year, other than the fact that Purdue might be able to score a little bit more than Iowa was last year. Now, if you look at these two matchups, this has got the biggest disparity in the scoring differences between two teams, 11.2 points per game, but it also is very close to having the biggest uh, disparity in the defensive numbers Ooh. the two teams do. So uh, if there's any one game on this week that's going to be a blowout, it's going to be this one. Love it. Uh, when, when when my handicap matches Steve's, I feel better about my wager instantly. Right. right. The only the only concern that I would have again, you're asking the 17 in a conference championship game. I know Purdue's mediocre. Right. You take Purdue does have a good passing game. They do. But if Michigan's defense plays like they did the last week, Aiden O'Connell and company are going to have a hard time moving the ball. Just feels like the backdoor. That that's the only scenario where, where I think because I'm kind of with Steve on this. When you look at the, the difference in these teams, it is pretty glaring. 
And knowing Co- Coach Harbaugh, the way he gets his guys up, like he did last year after the Ohio State win, it would be hard to see a letdown there. Jeff and I talked about this one too, Steve, a little bit. For Georgia, you mentioned Georgia's been flat uh, in a couple games this year. Now it's the SEC title game. It is LSU, a wounded duck after losing to A&M. Anyway, Kirby's guys are a little bit down. For, I'm not, I can't imagine you'd say down for an SEC title game, but they are 17.5-point favorites, and it kind of feels like they might sleepwalk for a little bit. It wouldn't shock me if this happened. I mean, you, there's been so many dry spells from Georgia this year that it's hard to really get a gauge for just how good they can be when they're at their best. So in terms of th- this matchup, these two teams, uh, opposite like historical like levels of success in the SEC title game, LSU's been very, very good. Uh, five and one straight up, four, one and one ATS when they make it to this level game. Mm. Georgia's lost three straight. People forget about that. Uh, so the uh, West Division currently on a 12 and one run. LSU trying to make that 13 and one. So it's it's been it, it's weird to see the West playing such an underdog role in this game. Very interesting uh, for my edification there that LSU could be live here getting that 17 and a half. The last one's a game, a team we're talking a lot about today. That is TCU. Uh, small favorites against K-State, just two and a half. So a lot of respect out there for the Wildcats, Steve. What are the numbers telling you historically in the Big 12? Uh, again, I got to go back to that, what I just mentioned about a little concerning that this is the second time around matchup here. Uh, neither of these teams is very familiar with this environment. TCU was there in the first game. Uh, um, this bowl, or this championship series, and they lost. So uh, not a real big experience matter either way. Now, one of the things that's interesting about the Big 12 championship is this conference has been known for, if you want to call it a lack of defense in recent years, but uh, all five of the previous championship game, games went under by an average of over 10 points a game. Ooh. Yeah, you tend to get a lot of points in these things. Steve, I know we, we shortchanged the NFL this week. Very quickly, got about a minute to go. Just I know you're forecasting this week, uh, looking ahead for the rest of the schedule in the NFL. Anything that you really – any trend that really stood out to you? Hey, I, I like what's going on with your Cowboys yeah. right now. I'm going to tell you that, Dave. Uh, they moved to the top of my uh, power ratings for the NFC this week. And uh, if you look ahead towards the schedule, that 12-24 Christmas Eve game against Philadelphia is going to be very, very influential. I think the Cowboys have a chance to catch Philadelphia. I don't like that Philadelphia's got this three-game road trip upcoming. Not many teams emerge from those undefeated. And uh, obviously the Cowboys are playing some very good offensive ball right now. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'll just say this. <laughs> Who would have ever thought that the Cowboys would have to run the table the rest of the way, go 14-3 and just to potentially tie for the NFC division that's how good this division has been remember people wanted to rele- uh, relegate it a couple years ago? it's the nfc beast this year <laughs> hey steve appreciate <laughs> it i'm glad you had your talk with your son because you got to get those things out in the open you're the best hey, you got it you got to get them out in the open steve mack and everybody our beast editor great work as always come on back we'll talk some more college football and also what's going on in the world cup come on back it's beast and big bets I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Calling all soccer fans to lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook with the World Cup in full swing. Now's the best time to check out Bet Rivers. Log on to Bet Rivers every single match day. Get a free $10 wager when you place a $25 bet or more. Bet Rivers has all the latest odds, lines, and boosts to create the perfect match day experience. Head to BetRivers.com, download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It is a whole new game. Speaking of the World Cup, I noticed that you and Kelly Bidlin were animated. I will say, when I, Poland and Argentina, what happened that got you guys so animated? So there was there was a, a, a basically a, a cross in, okay, and for Poland, for for Argentina, for Argentina, who by the way completely dominated this match, okay, and it's still nil nil by the way, forty six. So cross in, Chesney and the keeper for for Poland who who's on Arsenal, they collide, and Messi go for a ball, and. I thought it worst. It was incidental content. We're both, both going content. for the ball. Both guys going for the ball. Okay. Both guys have the right to that space. I don't think there was anything wrong. The Argent the Argentinians go wild. Oh, because there's no call. Because there's no call. Right. And it's messy. Then, How dare you then, touch then, Messi? Yeah, then, yeah, you can't then, touch Messi. Then they go. Then VAR gets involved. Oh boy. And awards a penalty to Argentina, which I thought was extraordinarily soft. But Chesney comes up large. So you think stops Messi on the penalty? 
And somehow, in this game where Argentina's minus 210 still in a nil-nil game, and that price is spot on, and if anything, I'm kind of surprised Argentina isn't closer to $3 with how they've dominated this match. This could very easily go into halftime nil-nil. So you think soccer karma was at play that Messi did not get the goal? Oh, that was a classic ball on the line. Oh, yeah. Uh, classic that was Rashid. Rashid yeah. in soccer. Yeah. Classic. Ball don't lie. Classic ball don't lie. By the way, when you mentioned VAR, and I saw some people talking about this yesterday on social media, which is, you know, there's been a lot of consternation about Twitter, whether or not it goes away, whether or not our society would be better off without Twitter. Would our sports society be better or worse without replay? Just just take it away. Just take it away and everything. So there's no VAR. No, because there, no, because here, here, here's here's the one thing. Okay. They may have gone too far here. With, with what they have. But there should be, we should go back to clear and obvious. If you go back to clear and obvious mm. and not, especially in the NFL, we still don't know what a catch is. We don't know. But, but there, there, there's clear and obvious screw-ups by officials. Yes. They're humans. They're yep. humans. You should be able to go back and fix clear and obvious things. If you can't clearly and obviously overturn a call on the field or diamond or whatever, or court, you should not overturn it. Now, soccer, the other amazing thing with this is that soccer has gotten it like tennis, where they can pinpoint it down to the inch, and it's, which begs quick. the question of the NFL still has 70-year-old men Man. dragging chains yep. and running chains out there, and we had index cards measuring it with territory <laughs> a few years ago. How do we – the NFL is worth – more than any professional sports league in this country. How do you not? If, if soccer can do it, can t- tennis can do it. I understand. Tennis it's, is the it's, best. It's hard. Oh, the tennis is the tennis. Tennis is tennis, the, tennis that's replay, the gold standard. Tennis replay should never go away because it's one hundred percent accurate. Right. And then, so, by the way, for old people like me, that was and a it's big, quick. It was a big issue back in the day yeah. before they had it. That's why yeah. McEnroe used to lose his mind. Chalk flew up. Right, he would go crazy for these line calls. And also, too, it's quick. It is quick. It's quick. It's within 10 seconds, you know, the ball is in or out. How is VAR in comparison? Is it the second level behind tennis? Because clearly, by, like- the, by the technology they're using, it's the closest to tennis I have seen. Okay. Now, again, like the goal yesterday that was taken off the board for the U.S. for Wea, I mean, Wea was offside by maybe a skosh. I, I, not even. Half the a that, they, they, I wouldn't even say half. Wow. The, Arch, the Ecuador, the the, the, Equi- the, the Equi- really getting small now. The, Come uh, on. The eighth, eighth, I don't know. But did the, they get it right? The, no, the, my question te- is, did they te- get it right? Technically, by the letter of the law, yes. Okay, they technically a, got it right style. by the letter of the law. But, but by the spirit, spirit of, the of the game? Come on now. <laughs> Come on now. Just, well, like, just like Steph Curry technically traveled last night. Right, that's right. a playoff game. Guarantee you that's not called. No chance that's called. So, again, I think what we're getting at here, certain from a betting space, is the NFL is the one league still that feels like our money and dollars can change hands the most based on replay, interpretation of rules that is still murky at best. Whereas if you're telling me, and I'm trusting you guys in soccer, that it's close, tennis is the gold standard tennis right now. Is, tennis is far and away the best. The best. There is. It's not close. What about the NBA in this final two minutes, Kelly? I know you're watching that all the time. They, they can only do it inside of two minutes. It seems like it takes an yeah. hour. Are they getting it right? For the most part. the uh, I, I would say that's the issue there. I, I have a bigger issue with how much time. Oh, my God. How much time it takes because it allows yeah. teams timeouts, right, when they might not have wanted to burn a timeout, right. might not have had a timeout available. I, that's my bigger, my biggest issue with it. it but – 
as far as getting stuff right, yeah, they're doing. I would say they're doing a pretty good job, and I love the the command center aspect of it. I think you need always you need you need a home base in whatever city. Yeah, you know, if it's NFL, maybe, NFL, NBA, maybe it's New York or whatever. But you're always going back to New York and the NBA. It just it just feels like it should be faster. Yeah, I, that's it. No, I mean, I mean, look, the NBA has Secaucus, the the NFL has Manhattan, mm-hmm. baseball's Manhattan, the NHL is Toronto. For the four major sports, so, in this so there, we seem like it feels like it's it's uh, centralized, if you will. That everybody's got the same idea, but it just feels like the NFL has the worst application of it. And for as much money that's changing hands every single week in the NFL, we got to figure out well, a better way. Well, and also too, like this week, it came up. We were on the air during Ben Wilson, myself, and, and Danny Berg. Did, did Josh Jacobs Sunday. fumble? No, 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 not oh. the Josh. Well, we were for that, but that was. I mean, but, but, I was on the Raiders. I'm like, well, that's a fumble, but. No, no, the one I was talking about was the Marvin Jones touchdown. Oh. Where I'm still not convinced that was a catch. But again, again, that goes back to the clear and obvious. Right. Where I thought it wasn't a catch, but I wasn't certain if it's maybe that his right shin barely touched the ground. Granted, I loved that I was on Jacksonville, so I was totally fine with that. But people think I'm being sarcastic when I say this, and like I really don't know what a catch is anymore. I don't. The NFL has screwed this up so badly with replay, with the implementation of replay, with the the, the switching of the rules since the Des Bryant play years ago. By the way, that cost me dearly on a a side and total that that fateful day in Green Bay. I'll never forget that. So, like, this millions and millions of dollars are being spent and wagered Legally, across the United States, each and every week, right? you got to figure out a system that can ensure that we know, all of us know, what it is. Is it a catch? Is it a fumble? Those things should not be complicated. And the fact that the league still can't figure that part out in their partnership with sports gambling is a travesty. That, that is something that still should not be happening in 2022, and it is happening. Week in and week out. Sometimes it benefits me like it did with the Raiders. I thought for sure that was a Josh Jacobs fumble. I was on the Raiders last week. I got lucky to cash that ticket. If I was a Seattle backer last week and I had that ticket, I'd be like, you got to be kidding me. That was clear and obvious to your point that that's a fumble. Forward momentum, momentum was not stopped. And yet somehow they get a replay. And what's comical to me is – Well, they didn't is, even go to replay. They just ruled that they, they, just, ruled, yeah, they ruled uh, forward, the, the, the forward progress, which so is not a reviewable play. Can't look at it. Yeah. And it's amazing to me when they have the guys, the officials, the old officials, you know, back for whatever network, and they can't get it right. And then they're not even on the same page with the current, with the current officials. So it is comical to me. But, again, just know that when you make wagers in – Virtually any sport, but especially in pro football, you're going to get some what you consider bad beats because of bad officiating. Sometimes it's going to go against you. It is. It's just going to be that way because there is no uniformity right now within NFL officiating and the rules and replay. It's going to burn you at some point. It's burned me in the past. Very quickly, let's get to some college basketball uh, for tonight. And, boy, this is a pretty good one on the docket here with a matchup here of Ohio State and Duke. The Dukies, John Shire and company now, going to lay five and a half against the Buckeyes. The total at 135. Jeff, what have you seen out of these two teams early on in the season? And uh, have you seen enough from either one to have a lean tonight? I'm not overly impressed with either of these teams. Even Ohio State, very nice win to end in Maui against Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Duke, uh, I mean, look, they, they, were, they were thoroughly handled by Purdue on yep. Sunday. And I thought they were fortunate to beat Xavier. I mean, uh, Port- Portland gave them all they could handle. I, I-, I mean, 
or excuse me, Portland State, or excuse me, Oregon State. Oregon State. Excuse me. Got to get my Oregon schools right. Oregon State, get Mulligan handled, and Oregon State look like the worst team in that field. Right. So, look, I would I would only look to the Buckeyes, but I'm going to stay out of this one. The other ACC Big Ten game I'm interested in, UNC's in, in Bloomington tonight to yep. take on Indiana. UNC's been bet. I liked it more north of five. I still wow. like UNC. I, I know they don't. They were clearly overrated as number one in the country. No yep. argument there. But with with Trace with, with with Trace Jackson banged up, you're asking a lot of Indiana to win this game by more than a bucket against North Carolina. Still immensely talented, coming off not playing particularly well and losing two straight. So I would take the Tar Heels tonight. That would, that would be a, a strong lean there on UNC. All right, down to four and a half, but I, I kind of like where, where Jeff's head's at. By the way, our pro tip for hour number one, we discussed it here about Ohio State. Sometimes you go to those futures markets here, uh, certainly in college football, you got to look at the numbers. At 50 to one, maybe that was certainly a time to hit the window, but maybe at 750 plus 750, it's not the right time. We're talking about don't chase bad numbers, right? If you had the opportunity to get that good number, take it when it was out there. That number is long gone for Ohio State, so you might want to lay off them at this point. But again, just in theory, don't chase bad numbers. That was pro tip for hour number one. You can get them and access those as a Visa Pro subscriber. Sort them out by show and or by sport. Back with hour number two here on Big Bets on Visa. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 